Wagwan, Wagwan, Wagwan. If you like betting a one-two on sports, football, basketball, you're chilling with the homies, bet them whatever. It's the podcast for you, my G. We're a couple of homies, man. We build up trying to get the quick flip off the sports ting. You know the vibes. No limits. No lies. This is no cap bets. Another good week, six and three. You know what I'm saying? I'm your host, Plus Mo. I got my co-host with me, Heavy365. What's going on? What up, what up, what up? How you feeling, man? It's been a good NFL season, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's definitely been good, man. No week, complaints. I'm over 500, so. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we finally got here. I didn't get a I didn't get um I didn't get a new drop for this guy, but I owe him a drop. You know what I'm saying? Three and zero last week. I mean, I know we're gonna recap the no cap, but you know what I'm saying. I just think it's important. You know, fantasy football winner. You know what I'm saying. He made sure that I had to throw the shade in the other nine or ten brethren that were in the league with him. You know what I'm saying. He won that. That's why he's our. And looking back over the last sixteen weeks, man, like. You know, that's why we brought him in, you know what I'm saying? To put that heavy-duty work in, receive DMs from Tomlin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Give us that insider information. Um, And that's why he's our senior NFL, top of top, samurai sword, swinging. We'll rip the snake, a snake's neck, with his bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) He tapped into the freestyle last night. (laughs) Yo, it's our senior NFL correspondent. What's up, Grizz? How you feeling? What up, No Cap Nation? <laughs> as we, as you know, how we do it every No Cap. I mean, we've been doing it 16 weeks. It's the recap of the No Cap. And this is where we tell you about what happened with last week's games, how well we did, you know what I'm saying? And uh, a couple episodes ago, we had one called Hug Your L. You know what I'm saying? And that was us taking responsibility for, you know, moments that we might have not seen the other side or, um, you know, like, hey, we're not just going to gloat in all our wins. We're going to own our losses. So that's why we have something called the recap, because we don't hide and just try to jump to the next episode and make you forget about it. So with that being said, last week, um, heavy one and two, Grizz three and oh, myself, my regular two and one, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so we're gonna start with we're gonna start with heavy, you know what I'm saying? Because all in all, you know, it's been a great year, man. One and twos, they happen, you know what I'm saying? We we got a chance to talk off the air like when it was going on, and you know, I, I was trying to hit you with the How could this happen to me? And heavy was <laughs> But heavy was like, yo, it happens, you know what I'm saying? So uh, why don't you give us a breakdown? Uh, leave Atlanta, leave Atlanta, because I want that to be something that we can all discuss. But just tell me a little bit about the Colts and tell me a bit about the Cardinals. Well, the, the first game was the Arizona. Um, we had them minus five. And yeah, from what I've seen, they just didn't come to play, man. Like it was they couldn't get anything going on the offensive side. Um, just looked like a, a different team from other weeks, man. I don't know. Kyle Murray did look like he was getting things back together, but. Uh, this game was, I don't know, it just didn't go my way. They ended up losing 20-12. to 12. Um, We had the Colts, minus one and a half. Um, you know that game because me and uh, Grizz were going head-to-head. And, yeah, it didn't go good at all, man. Um, the first half, I was kind of, like, <laughs> excited, you know. I, I let it be known in our group chat. 
and I, I kind of like, you know, I, I try to fall back on my words too. Cause I was like, yo, it's kind of early. And yeah, it was definitely kind of early. Cause when the second half came around, um, the Steelers came and they did their thing. And I think you got a drop, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got to hit you, you with that. Tomlin? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, I mean, cause they were up so big yeah. in the first half. I thought it was one of those. No, God, no, I thought you were no, gonna hit me with no, the big, the, the big game no, when I said Tomlin, but no, I'm saying you get to talking reckless know. like I that. Listen, this what is kind of you, sound you know why I did that. You know why I did that one because you mentioned it, but we're not gonna let you just gloss over it. You know, I know we take long in our recaps, but mm-hmm. you said you went head to head with Grizz. You jumped in our group chat. And you started talking reckless, and and in all fairness, reckless. I just was seeing what Rivers was doing. You got too excited. Yeah. It was it was a lot. You know what I'm saying? But in in, in your defense, mm-hmm. the Colts were doing their thing, and they were up big. So I gave you this as you know. I'm sure you're probably watching the second half, and you're no God, please no no <laughs> because no <laughs> because you were already. You were already 0-1 at that point with the Arizona game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, all of us being in on the Atlanta game, I felt like I really felt it for you. And then, like I said, I was over there with my Baltimore pick. So I was like, yo, I'm not involved in this mess, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we're going to get back to you on that one heavy. One and two on the week. Mm-hmm. We're going to all together talk about the Falcons game. Uh, and that puts you at 26-22 and 22 on the season. Good enough for 54%. Uh, you can hold your hat on that one, man. And um, yeah, Grizz, let's talk about it, man. Three and zero. You you also lit up in the group. I thought it was kind of ruthless of you, knowing that you know you kind of served heavy with the one and two. You know what I'm saying? And then you just you stun it on him. Basically, I quote in the group chat. You said, "I love it." I was like, "Damn, he he had to put his homie down like that." <laughs> anyway, let's speak on it. You had uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave Atlanta out there. But you know, you got you clearly got a DM. Big games, yeah, big games. And then you also took the Bengals, man. Talk to me about it. Well, we'll start with the um the Bengals. Um, that was clearly an overpriced line for Houston. Seven points. It opened at like nine. Mm. Like it's just dumb. Didn't make no sense. Yeah. So that's like easy money right there. Uh, with the Steelers, as I said last week. This is a game that would define their season. Mm. And you know what? Big games. You know? Big, big games. games. Mm-hmm. Real big games. Right. right. You go down, what, 20, was it 21-7 at halftime? Yeah. You know what I mean? And with three minutes left in the third quarter, Big Ben has a deep bomb. You know what I mean? He's a savage. They wake up. Yeah. I, I took a nap. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch right. it. It was, it was hard to watch. I rolled over. I woke up. I seen 28-24. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Like... It is what it is. Definite mm-hmm. big games, man. And then, uh, yeah. Um, and as for myself, oh, forgive me. And uh, that puts you going into week 17. 31. It, mu- it, w- it must have been really nice. I've never had the feeling. Both of you guys have all gone undefeated a couple times this season. I haven't. But it must feel good to know you're not even adding to the loss column. It's just chalk three wins up to your record. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you took a hop, skip, and a jump to 31-26-1. Also good enough for 54% on the season. So, you know what I'm saying? The guys are looking good. As for myself, um, I took I took the, the Ravens. I took the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk. I'm going to hug my L for a minute. 
Oh. Um, yeah, you know, Kirk Cousins. How could this happen to me? Oh, yeah, no, why is Heavy bobbing his head to it, though? Like, just because I said Kirk Cousins, he, he bobbed his head to it like it was a Griselda banger. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, yeah, I wasn't happy with it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was one of those one. No, God, please, no. Because no. I keep I keep putting no. my faith in him. You know what I'm no. saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that drop is stupid. That was a very irresponsible uh, pick on my part because I really do try. And then I just went ahead and bet with my heart knowing that I wouldn't bet him this week. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I felt super sharp. Um, with my Baltimore pick. Uh, once again, I told you guys it would be over by halftime. If you took Baltimore for first half, thank you for listening. You know what I'm saying? We got that done. And, uh, yeah, hottest team in the league right now. Now let's all talk about the Atlanta, that, that Atlanta Falcons game. You know what I'm saying? I think we all gave our takes on it, but did you guys see that coming? Yeah, I definitely did. I knew they were going to keep it close. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. That's the, the one game I didn't sweat. I'm not going to say I knew they were going to win because that's when it kind of like was shocking me. Like, yo, the Falcons could actually win this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Kansas has been doing this like for a good part of the year. Like, they've, made, they've had teams feel like they had a chance. That's facts. And they really they play like good. third and fourth quarter football. Yeah. They ain't really there in the first half. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me, I like them. I like them in spots where they're at home and they have a comfortable point. You know, uh, differential where it's like over double digits. They proved it to me against their division rivals so many times this year. It only made sense. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, with that being said, um, you know, it, it gave it gave you the one. You needed that one. It was better than 0-3, baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, gave you the 3-0 and look, and it gave me my regular 2-1. and um, I'm also left at 34 23 and one on the season good enough for 60 percent. i feel like i did my thing um nervous as hell for this week 17 it's crazy it feels like week one all over again you know what i'm saying it's because it's like i got so much of the record riding on 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 this last week you know what i'm saying i want to keep it above 60 i'm sure you guys want to get above 55 you know what i'm saying so these locks these locks are crucial i want to let everybody know how important of an episode this one is right here you know what i'm saying this is all the marbles, you know? Definitely should have got, like, a Vince McMahon drop for that, you know, for Week 17, for the dramatics, you know? <laughs> all together as a team, we are 91-71-2, and two, good enough for 56% on the season, you know what I'm saying? Shit, we go 9 to no this week, we might hit that hundo, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, stakes are high. The line has been set for table knocks. How many times Grizz knocks the table? <laughs> so without any further ado, man, I'm going to play my song, and we're going to get into another episode. Let's get it. I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right Week 17. Now, and this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Till it's over. It's far from over. It's far from over. It's just week 17 and we're getting back into it. Heavy looking at me some kind of way like I'm a Drake stan. Says that I ran a Drake dry, uh, I ran a Drake tune in the earlier episodes. I disagree. You definitely did. Don't make it look like I got a problem with Drake. Oh, no, I say you you calling me a Drake stan. Well, you are a Drake fan. <laughs> I see what you did there. You tried to you try to clear out when the, when that official Nocta comes for the no cap bet boys. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> no problems with Drake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, because you don't know no cap as my how to deal with OVO radio. So just, yeah, take it easy on the guy, on, on the boy. You never know, man. Who knows? <laughs> the, the line has been set for table knocks. We're going to address that. First game, Buffalo, Miami. Myself not involved. This one opened at two and a half, moved all the way up to three, de- slid around to one and a half on ESPN. So this is bouncing around everywhere. We're going to call it three, and I'm going to let you set it off heavy. Redemption what do you song. Have? What do you have? Dolphins at minus three? I have I have it at plus two. What do you, what do you have the current lineup? Yeah, let, yeah let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and have a look just to verify. Currently, it's two. Yeah, so let's go ahead with two. Three, three, sorry. My bad. Three. Nah, yeah, I had so three. Dolphins plus three right now? Correct. All right, so yeah, this is just a lean for me. You don't got a siren or anything. Um, to me, Bills have nothing to play for at this point in the season, already clinching a playoff spot. Um, I don't see Buffalo playing their starters, but if they do, it won't be for the whole game. Um, Dolphins are playing for a wild card spot. I think it, they give it their all here, and um, they actually win this game all right. Bills have been a moneymaker lately, but I think they take the fo- they take their foot off the gas pedal just a little bit here. Um, I'll lean with the Dolphins this week at plus three. Chris, what do you got? You know, before I came here, I got a little news update that said Ryan Fitzpatrick has Rona. Ooh. So that means that there's no uh, backup plan in case anything happens for uh, Tua. Jeez. I did like Miami. <laughs> I don't know about this game no more. So well, I'm going to just keep it moving. For my defense, it was just a lean, but that's no, good to know, though. Like, yeah. The only report was being told. You know? Oh, for sure. Fitzpatrick out. Heavy thinks Buffalo's got nothing to play for. Let's see how it pans out. Next game, Green Bay on the road, headed into Chicago. Is they still call it Soldier Field out there? Yeah. Okay, headed into Soldier Field. This one opened five and a half. I had this a little lower. I thought it was going to be about four and a half, whatever. Green Bay is the favorite. It's Grizz's favorite quarterback. It's week 17. <laughs> Tell us how you feel, bro. Uh, you're in the siren. Oh, wow. I see what you see how you try to sneak it in there. He's kind of holding back a little bit. <laughs> All right. So with this game, um, I think it's a Packers thing. I'm all over the Packers. Um, Chicago has looked pretty good lately, but we'll be realistic. Their competition hasn't really been that good. So mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of fool us, right? Uh, the Packers are in a situation where they're playing for that first round bye. This is a game that they – I don't really like the must wins, but in this situation, Chicago is in a must win as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the Packers over the Bears must win in terms of desire. I don't think the Packers would be – good to be on the road. I think they need that home field advantage. And mm-hmm. I think that is something that they're going to be playing for. So give me the Packers. What about, Grizz, what about the fact that, like, the the Bears are playing for their playoff life right now? Like, you're saying one team's clinched. They're looking for home field. The other team is Most just them. looking to get a shot in the playoffs. Like, don't you think that that – or you feel like that's factored into the line? Oh, it's definitely factored, but – Come on now. Mitchell Shabinsky has been acting wicked with who? The Vikings and the Jaguars. Like, it's not Packers. When he did go out and play against Packers, they got smoked. That was like, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? When I act like that didn't just happen? Yeah, there's there's something called the revenge factor. Most you know definitely. what I'm saying? Listen, this guy just went 3-0. and And you remember the episode where we all went 8-1, and right? Like, that was the time to fade. 
You know what I'm saying? So I wonder, are you too confident in your in your uh, favorite quarterback here? No. Is there bias? No, no bias. Have you, you think there's bias? No. Give me your take on this one. Um, this is a lock for me. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Now I know why he thinks there's no bias. He's on the same <laughs> side. I'm going to be going with Green Bay as well. Mm. Things have been going great for Trebinski uh, and the Bears the last three weeks, going 3-0 against the Jags, Texans, and the Vikings. But I think this is the game they'll get a rude awakening playing against the Packers who have dominated them over the years. Um, Packers come into this game super motivated, like Grizz said, to get the number one seed. Um, Green Bay is 8-2 and two against the spread when playing at Soldier Field. Also 15-5 and five against the spread in their last 20 against the Bears. I can't go against trends like this, and I'll take the Packers to cover the win by, uh, win by more than a touchdown here. That's Narcos for sure. Definitely not Narcos. Okay, but you know, I mean, and listen, because I like the take, but he, he, you know, I'm gonna get at you because, yeah. um, you know, when you say 15 and five in their last what, 20 games against the Bears. To be honest, uh, Aaron Rodgers, majority of those games though. Okay, all right. So I, I'm I, talking I, about his dominance over. I, I, you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know why we discussed no, that? For the listeners, yeah, I know why. For the listeners, what Heavy and I, you know have discussed in previous conversations is you have to be very weary of trends because trends don't necessarily take a look at the same roster that you're referring to modern day. So if your trend goes very far back, chances are, and this is where have you felt he had a good point. Chances are the whole scheme was different. The coaching was different. Maybe even the quarterbacks were different. So there is a little room to work with trends, but you do have to be very weary of how far you go back. Heavy says, hey, I went back 20 games. Rodgers was a part of all those 20 games. So that's why he's riding for it. We got the first lock already in. Um, wasn't tradition, but damn, it was quick. Uh, both Heavy and Grizz on the Green Bay Packers. Next game, we got Baltimore. They're on the road against the Bengals. I'm going to pass this one to Heavy. He's not involved. I want to know why. The Baltimore game? Yeah. The line's just too big. All right, I respect it. Yeah. I I got my siren ready, Grizz. (laughs) Yo. I got other drops for you if you don't hit the siren. Just know that. Yo, okay, you know what? Hit the siren. Oh, wow. I, I, you see what I did to him? He did that to you one week, though. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm rocking with the bungles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Plus 13. Take I'm, it back, bro. I can't. All right. I can't. All right. I can't. <laughs> no, okay. Okay, I'm just going to preface this with a quote, okay? Mm-hmm. Must win does not mean will win. Mm-hmm. Now, that quote applies to a lot of the teams who are fighting in week 17 to establish a spot into the playoffs. That's facts. Now, I do not doubt the legitimacy of the Ravens' competitiveness if they were to make the playoffs. However, seeing as good as the Bengals have been playing lately, and it's in Cincinnati, and seeing as how the Ravens smoked them not too long ago, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bungles played a little bit better than expected. I have memories of 2017, the Andy Dalton bomb to Tyler Boyd, that crushed the, the Ravens' season and sent them home. Yeah, that? and put the Bills in. Yeah, and put the, yeah, 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 because yeah. he got a fourth and 17. 
air bomb that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we remember. I know. We I know, remember. I know. I Good. Know. But yeah, so it's like, you know what I mean? I'm not suggesting that's going to happen because <laughs> crazier things have happened, right? Right. But I will say that I think the Bengals can keep it close. So give me 13. Give me the Bengals. Grizz's second lock. Yeah. A disappointing one. The Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say about this one, guys. You guessed it. Is big trust in the Baltimore Ravens. I had this line at 13 and a half. I wasn't sweating when I saw it at 13. It wasn't too big for me. This one, I, I no, this is not, this is actually not another the same episode you listened to last week or the one before it, but you're gonna hear me say the same thing. This will be over by halftime. There will be no one in this league. There hasn't been anyone in this league more motivated that wants it more than the Baltimore Ravens. All y'all got short memories. I don't. I remember Dalton doing what he did to us a couple years back. I also remember, and watch how good my memory is. You're going to hear later on in this episode when we talk about these big games. Um, I also remember the heartbreak of not even getting as far as they wanted to in the playoffs. Tennessee just coming out of nowhere and destroying their Super Bowl hopes and dreams. You're telling me this team that covered the last five games, by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed that. I know I know, I mentioned them the last two episodes, but they've covered the last five. Who are they playing? Anybody they covered against. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're beating everybody, and they're covering against everybody. And you said it like, he said it like the Bengals were really somebody out here, bro. Let's look up their record. Like, yeah, let's, let's have a look at their record and compare to those, who did they beat? This guy right here. Hey, here's what I could tell you about this. The last time the the last time Baltimore went into Cincinnati, 2019, you know what that score was? Do tell. Look it up, fam, because I forget, but it was a blowout. <laughs> I swear to God it was. I remember it was good. <laughs> no, I said my memory ain't short. You know what I'm saying? It was a blowout. It was it was it was a blowout. It was over three TDs. This is exactly why I'm taking Baltimore. I got the team that's the hottest right now. They're the hottest team in the league. You can't tell me nothing. And this team got hot at the right time. December chasing the playoffs. This win gets you a tie break over Indy based on the head-to-head win percentage. The division tie break is going to eliminate Cleveland. So Baltimore is going to win this. And as I said, I, I just can't go a team. They're, they're winning this by three TDs. Baltimore, my first lock. All right. Sounds like a bad heart to me. You know, I want to poke holes in Baltimore, but I don't want to, like, deflate his whole rant. So it's like. I mean, you're you're the guy that got <laughs> Green Bay in the Bengals. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk your talk, bro. No, okay. The last four games, Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, New York. When I said who have they beat, I'm saying, like. You know, so the Giants haven't been real. The Giants are not really than the Bengals right now. The only team above Wildland, the only team above 500 technically is the Browns. That's one of two teams above 500 they've actually beat all year. The Giants have been playing great in the last couple of weeks. Have you just mad because he took all New York teams one week and it didn't pan out his way? You know what I'm saying? And he's left New York and went and he's on his terror squad, Miami stuff ever since. Oh my gosh. Hey man, the Bungles may have be four ten and one, but against the spread, they're one of the best cover teams. So. I think we spent too much time on the Bengals game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I I've got nothing else to say. You know, that's the first lock right there. Next game, we've got Pittsburgh 
these big games. On the road against the Cleveland Browns. Heavy, you got something to say on this? I'm not involved. Grizz, you got something to say on this? Um, this is a lead. This is a lead. This is a lead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was really, I'm shocked right there. This is a lead. He's so tight. <laughs> he squeaks when he walks. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me why it's a lean. Well, it's a lean because week 17, they're not playing Big Ben. They're not playing probably a bunch of starters. The line went from six and a half mm-hmm. and it went all the way to 10. Now it's back to like nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last time Cleveland was a favorite over Pittsburgh by anything more than a field goal? Mm-hmm. It was in 1989. Jeez. All right. Now, I get it. That was like a long time ago. But even still, Mason Rudolph is the one that's going to be starting. And if I recall correctly, he was the one from last year who had his head taken off. So I know that he will be motivated to play properly in this game. And I can't help but believe that Big Brother is going to want to have a final say in Little Brother getting into the playoffs. So I think the Steelers can actually make this interesting. Give me the Steelers. These big games, you know, big games. I mean, that was a really good take, dude. Uh, I mean, if you were man enough to just hit the siren on the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would have gave you an Arcos, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? It's just the lean. And then he rocked with the Bengals. This is what happens when you have a 3-0. You just come in like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this was. Second lock for me. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is all about, first and foremost, like I love like we're locking in on the AFC North this week. You know what I'm saying? But this is all about Mason Rudolph, okay? The one player that's going to want this game more than anybody on that entire field, you know? And the market is not factoring for this kid. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. He went to Oklahoma State University. You know who he lost to at Oklahoma every year? Baker Mayfield. That's got to sting. I don't care how old you are. You're like, ooh, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, let's remember last year, because you know my memory ain't that short. You know what I'm saying? There's a man um that tried to decapitate him with a helmet. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's still on that other side. I don't think Mason Rudolph ever forgot about that. This Cleveland-Pittsburgh rivalry is no joke, and I don't think anyone ever forgets. Ben is sitting, but that line is inflated. The Browns, they closed their facilities over COVID, high trade, high trade. So they didn't really get a practice in until the Thursday. Activated four receivers last minute. I'm expecting some drops. I don't think the line's going to reflect that. Um, only difference between, like, this must win and the Baltimore one. By the way, Baltimore won, like, 20 nothing in 2017 and then another time, like, 45-13 in, in 2019. That's that's how I was trying to tell you. But yeah, this is this is really that must win that <clears throat> Browns will just be happy to skate with a field goal win. There's not going to be that much margin. And I think it's very disrespectful to the Pittsburgh Steelers to make them damn near 10 point dogs. So uh, I think I'm on the right side with this one. Pittsburgh Steelers, my second lock. We have spent a lot of time on recap. Um, and even just our first four games, so much time that we're going to take a little break right now. Come back. Heavy still got two locks left. I got a lock left. Grizz got a lock left. And like we tell everybody, I mean, so many episodes, you, you made it with us through a whole entire NFL season. We thank you so much, but keep sharing. Cause we got way more content. We're about to go off into NBA. 
um, Grizz is going to take down the playoffs of the NFL. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think Heavy's talking about Korean baseball. We don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? We got to, we just got to cut him a deal for. Wouldn't you love that? <laughs> This guy, well, Korean baseball. <laughs> All of our listeners, we can't thank you enough, man. Keep sharing it. Hit like, share, subscribe, follow. When you Google no cap bets, whatever it asks you to do, do it so that way at least. You get all upcoming notifications on, sorry, notifications on upcoming episodes, yep. and you can be the first to hear us out. We're recording this. Um, this is the Thursday, January 31st, 2020, December, December 31st, 2020, <laughs> um, right before these games on Sunday. So you'll get the chance to listen and listen back to this over the weekend. Um, with that being said, we love our listenership. We're going to be right back after a quick commercial break. This is No Cap Bets. We'll be right back. And we're back. The man them got a couple picks in. You know what I'm saying? Grizz two locks. Myself two locks. Heavy one lock. Um, I mean, I just thought it was important to try to explain kind of where we were at in the season. So um, I'm just going to break down the quick standings for people at home who just need a quick refresher. Uh, at the num- In the number one seed, you have the Kansas City Chiefs. They are 14-1. and one. Number two seed, the Buffalo Bills, 12-3. and three. Now, they win the tie break over Pittsburgh, who's also 12-3, and three, based on a head-to-head win-, win percentage, if that were to pan out. Tennessee still hasn't clinched the AFC South. However, they win a tie break over the Colts, based on best uh, win percentage in division games. Miami... Or sorry, and Tennessee also uh, wins a tie break. Is this correct, guys? Wins a tie break over Indianapolis and Baltimore based on best win percentage. Yeah, because then they beat Baltimore too. So if they're a tie with Baltimore, then they get the. So Baltimore needs Miami to lose. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Baltimore wins the tie break over Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore uh, also wins it over the Colts, which I mentioned earlier. Now Cleveland wins a tie break over. Indy based on head-to-head win percentage, and um, and that pretty much sums sums up the AFC. In the NFC, you've got the Green Bay Packers, number one seed, uh, pretty much locked up. Now the New Orleans Saints are eleven and four, also with the Seattle Seahawks, so they're two and three. New Orleans wins the tiebreak over Seattle based on best win percentage in conference games. Um, and then in the NFC East, you have the team with no name. Can you believe it? Uh, they win the tiebreak over Dallas based on head-to-head win percentage. Uh, Chicago Bears, well, fifth seed locked up Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in the sixth seed, you have the Los Angeles Rams. On the outside looking in, uh, eight and seven teams, the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals. Chicago wins the tiebreak over Arizona based on best win percentage in common games. And uh, and then you got, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys pretty much waiting on if Washington loses, I guess. Real deep stuff. Let's get into it. Next game, Detroit, Maddie Stafford. I'm going to let Heavy touch on this one against Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Um, this De- is uh, De- definitely not involved. I'm super duper not involved. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like I had a great year, 34-23 and won 60% on the season. 20 of those 23 losses were probably me betting Kirk Cousins. I'm not involved. <laughs> 20 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I could have been all 70%, bro. Yeah. Kirk Cousins did it to me, bro. Bear how could this happens to me? <laughs> we got an AFC South matchup. The Colts, they are at home hosting the Jags. Uh, 12 and a half open. It's at 14 right now. I would have bet it up to 14 and a half, but I'm not involved. Any y'all want to talk on it? Not involved. Nah, not really. I'm I'm good on this one. And then you got this weird ass line, the Chiefs. I guess they rested everybody. So now you got the Chargers. It's three and a half. Shout out Bull Game. Shout out my girl Kelly out there. Yeah. You know, she's always repping her Chargers. They're three and a half point favorites. Rookie favorites, Grizz. It's the last week. I mean, this trend has kind of got blown up since uh, the Chargers have been winning the last couple of games and they've been favored a lot of them. So, but even with Mahomes and them out, like, yeah, Chargers could probably win. Like, I'm not involved. I'm, I have no involvement. In not involved. I'm this good. is screaming not involved yeah. for me, too, as well. Next game looks like we got some involvement. It's something to do with the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, uh, I see it's, it's Tim Boots ready. This is a heavy hitter right now. Let's hear your pick on this one, heavy. What game is this? This you is the New seen? England. You know, it's an East Coast game, bro. It's the New England Patriots versus the Jets, bro. I almost expected you to know, oh, man. I'm Shout out. Ask you to get the siren. Oh, my God. Shout out Makami. He's back in the East Coast. Oh, shit. He's back, eh? Um, yeah, I'm going uh the Jets here. Oh! <laughs> Plus three and a half for my lock. Um, to me, why are the Pats fade by more than a field goal? It makes no sense to me. Um, New England has been fade material the last couple of weeks. It's been profitable if you've been betting against them. Um, since losing Gilmore, the defense hasn't looked the same. Um, hasn't looked the same either. I just think there isn't much for both teams to play for here. Um, two garbage teams in a divisional game. I'll take the points with the Jets, um, who have won their last two games in a row, and they probably win another on Sunday. What do you got to say about that one? Heavy is back in the East Coast, Chris. Welcome back, man. Yeah. Got yeah. a little tag and everything, eh? Yeah. No, honestly, I'm not involved with this game. He's not really a Miami guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to hit you with a beanie, but I could see why you want to be that guy yeah. this episode. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even mad at that one. For sure. <laughs> Second lock, heavy New York Jets. Next game. I want to hear this one. It's an NFC battle right now. One of the hotter underdogs of the uh, – COVID season, the New York Giants, they're at home facing the NFC East leaders, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Well, tied for the lead. Uh, who went first? You can go. Um, this is a lean. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> but I'll go with the Giants. Right now, it's actually plus two. It dropped. Yeah, that's right. Um. The Cowboys went from a home dog last week to a road favorite this week. They've beaten some, you know, lower-class teams that have given them back playoff life. But realistically, they're not that good. Um, the Giants have been playing better competition and losing. So, you know, they're equal. It just does not view it as such. Mm. Um, the Giants can very well win this game. I just don't know if they will. I don't know. I would lean to the Giants. But... That's all it is. Yeah, this is my last lock of the week. Is he serious right now? Oh, my God. Is he really going all the way back to the East Coast? Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas here. Oh. I had it at minus two and a half. Um, Now Gris is at two, so even better for me. Um, Dallas is playing decent football to close out the year, going 3-0 in their last three, covering, covering the spread and averaging over 30 points in all of those games. 
Um, Dallas still has a slim chance to make the playoffs by winning their division if they win on Sunday and Washington loses, as Plus mentioned earlier. Um, so based off the eye test and how good the Cowboys have been playing lately, I'll take them to beat the Giants by three. Um, Giants are 0-3 in their last three, 0-3 against the spread heading in the wrong direction, I think. So um, I'm going to take Dallas here, man, to win by three. I like how they're playing. Yeah, you know, I think earlier in the season, Heavy, it was a time where the Giants were a dangerous dog. And I think the the Reckles, they... They got too comfortable betting the Jets as a sorry the Giants as a dog. Yeah. Those days have come and gone. I well, I think in this game, I like Dallas, man. Grizz, any talk, any comments on that? Good luck. Heavy's third lock, the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? Took a quick stop at LaGuardia in New York and they said, you know what, I'm out. I'm going back down south. <laughs> Next game, we got the Eagles at home. They don't even know who they want to play quarterback at this point. Um, and they're up against the NFC East leaders, a team with no name. Not involved. <laughs> I'm not involved either. Not involved. Yeah. Next game. Tennessee on the road, seven and a half point favorites against the Houston, Texas. Any of you guys got something on this? Uh, this is another must win. I don't not involved, but you know, just because you must win doesn't mean you will win. Right? Mm. After last week, um, J.J. Watt went on a long rant about the players not playing hard, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder what kind of effort Houston will play with this week. Not involved. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and hit the siren on this one, man. I don't got nothing to hide. <laughs> My third and final lock is the Houston Texans. I could end up kicking myself for this one which made me want to get involved even more so. Uh, it didn't feel like taking the Houston, Houston Texans is a comfortable side. And then then I thought about how good they do against their divisional opponents, despite their 2-3 and three ATS record uh, against division opponents. We're talking about a pair of wins against Jacksonville. They're supposed to do that. Two losses to the Colts by seven. And that final, um, I guess, I don't know, non-cover, was uh, losing to the Tennessee Titans by six in overtime. So so this lets me know Houston plays their division pretty good. Four and 11 team, the four games, two against Jacksonville and another two somewhere, I don't know, maybe against like the Lions and somebody else. They won all the games they were supposed to win. When you look back at their season, they lost their number one receiver. They had the weirdest coach and GM ever. And then they started their season playing against two of the best teams, maybe like three out of four of the best teams of the league. So they easily had such a sluggish start. Four and 11 seems about right for a season that I just described. Um, Nonetheless, one thing I think the market hasn't adjusted for is exactly what Bubs was talking about, Grizz was talking about. The speech that he made to the press, J.J. Watts, he's not happy. The the Texans are not playing professional. He even said, this is a job. If you can't show up to practice, if you don't want to hit the weight room, you should not be here. And after a traumatic season, that Edia O'Brien with him gone. (laughs) And Watson was playing pretty good this year, too. You know, I'll never forget that little 10 and uh, 10. 10-7 game against the, the Cleveland Browns where they were completely counted out of it. Yeah, you remember that, right? I definitely do. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to make a bold statement here and say that Watson and J.J. Watt will have a lot to do with who comes back next season based on that conference right there. That's J.J. Watt saying, hey, I'm a former MVP, and I don't want to play with certain mans in my locker room. Now you got to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got you got Watson who's up there. So I think they're going to try to really play hard. You're going to see guys who maybe never stepped up, step up. Oh, and by the way, Tennessee 4-10 and 10 is a favorite going into week 17. So uh, that, can, can you know, combined with the fact that it's a must win on the road, I expect this to go down to the wire with Tennessee just happy to survive by a field goal and have a chance to make it into the playoffs. Give me the Houston Texans, third and final lap. Next week, I will narcos myself if I get this, by the way. <laughs> Y'all ain't got to take on my take. It was good, man. My only like concern is that Watson is, like, questionable if he's on a play. Yeah, he's got a little injury on his arm. That's mm. the only thing I would say. Thanks, boys. And that's for you guys, the listeners. You know, don't just take me into account or whatever. I had this line. I would have played it maybe about five and a half, six. You know what I'm saying? So when it opened up four and a half, I could see a reason to maybe go Tennessee. But now it's all the way up to seven and a half. I see bear value. Yeah. You know? I can't ignore it. Plus, look at look at how these guys perform as a favorite. So Yeah, I don't like Tennessee as a favorite. At all. Next game, we got Vegas, Denver. Weird enough, this opened up Denver as the three-point favorite. It's now down to Vegas as the two-and-a-half-point favorite. Do I have that right? Yeah. And you guys, I'm not involved. Do you guys have anything to say about this? Not involved. I'm super not involved. You see where this is going. None of us is touching it. Maybe at home, you shouldn't either. Next game, we got the Seahawks. They are on the road uh, up against San Francisco. NFC West matchup opened up six and a half, moved around down to five, back up to six and a half. What do you got on this one, Chris? Anything? Mm. One thing I think because um, Seattle has home field advantage dreams, they may play their starters and be motivated. So I don't know, but mm -hmm. I'm not involved. Not involved. Well, you heard it there first, man. That's another one you just don't touch around 4 o'clock. I think we're going to be sitting on our 1 o'clock wins. That's probably what's going to be happening right there. I mean, I can't speak for uh, Grizz and the Bengals, but, you know, from everything else, I'm cool with. Uh, next game, New Orleans. They're on the road against our, like, our, our underdog of the year, Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers. We got them in the home under, underdog spot at 6.5. There was ever a time for me to just bet from my heart, hit a siren on the fourth. Uh, but, you know, we ain't doing that. I'm not involved. Anything? Uh, I would lean Carolina, but yeah. to be honest with you, I'm not involved. Heavy? Not involved. Uh, a game that I missed on the dock at Tampa Bay. They're at home against the Falcons. Well, we got this line at six. It just went up to seven. Damn. Could you hit the siren for Oh, wow. All right, man. Looking to go two and one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to rock with the Bucks. I'm taking the points. Now, this is not a usual must win because they're pretty much clinched. But in my humble opinion, I believe that going into the playoffs, the Bucks are one of the most dangerous teams who happen to be clicking on all cylinders. And with this win, they would clinch the fifth spot. You know what that means? Mm. They'll be playing the NFC East 
champion. That's mm-hmm. an easy trip to the divisional round at the very least. Mm-hmm. All right, so I know that's where their motivation lies. Um, the last time these guys played, it was an Atlanta lead until they blew it. Usual story, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing that came out of that game was once Tampa started airing it out, there was no answer for it. Mm-hmm. And they were airing it out against Detroit. And I feel like they're going to air it out again. So I don't know how close this game is going to be as opposed to the last one. That's a pretty solid take. I mean, I, I would never want to get in the way of Tom Brady right now. It's like just like my Baltimore Ravens, I feel like they got hot at the right time. Very much so. And, I mean, uh, for the most part, I feel like we've covered all the games on the slate. Why do I think I have one missing, guys? Cardinals. Cardinals. You got it. Yeah, so uh, one more game on the slate that I didn't have. We have the Cardinals going. uh, They're they're favorites on the road against the Rams. I never understood this line. I'm not involved, but it looks like I got something from heavy on this one. Yeah, it's just a lean. Cardinals minus three. Uh, this is a must-win for both teams. Um, the Rams come into this game missing some of their key players, Goff and Cup. Um, looking at the backup QB for the Rams, um, we have good old Blake Broyles. Oh Do you wow! Guys remember him? I haven't heard that name it's in a minute. Starting, He's not going to start. It's the next guy. I forget his name. Okay. I don't think they've decided, but they were going to go with the other guy. Supposedly, as of the other day. Well, still, I just you know think it's a good spot for the Cardinals to bounce back. Um, they kind of messed me up last week, but um, yeah, I'll take them over uh, the bench QBs. But it's just a lead, no. It's just a lead. You're not gonna let them mash up your record. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> they already kind of heard up the record last week, so mm. yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> well, you know what it is. I mean, we definitely killed it this entire NFL season, and we definitely want to say thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. All 17 weeks, some of y'all, some of you guys caught on late. You know, you were you were all witness to the heavy six and old run, you know what I'm saying? And then like the week eight and nine collapse after, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. We see we see goddamn Grizz go three and oh, I don't know, maybe like three or four times this season, you know what I'm saying? A couple times. And then we see them get trigger happy. You see me get at him so many, oh, oh he got 90 locks this episode. <laughs> All in all, when I look back on that on the whole NFL season, it's been a great time. Although I never hit any anything undefeated, man. I was riding that two and one wave for a lot of the season. I had an zero and four. It was very shortly after my birthday, man, and you know it was a very depressing time for me. But you know, <laughs> uh, luckily I have my gang around me to kind of build me up. I was able to bounce back from that, um, and only had one losing week since that point. So, uh, yeah, all in all, like I said, you know, for us at 56% going into week 17, um, I could really look back on this and say, man, for some cats who never did anything like this before, um, we got a bright future ahead of us, you know. And uh, I look forward to having uh, just the next NFL season. We've been talking about just different content that we could add throughout the week. and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get you it right back. We got another episode for the first round of the playoffs. And what we're gonna do over here at No Cap Bets, start to veer off a little bit into the NBA. And don't worry, we still got our senior top NFL correspondent that's gonna make sure we're tightened up all the way to the Super Bowl. And shit, he might fuck around and join us on the on the basketball front too. So stay tuned. We really appreciate you. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. 
um, and you will get notifications on upcoming episodes. Uh, I mean, for my co-host, Heavy365, for our senior NFL top correspondent, and myself, Plus Mo, we leave by telling you Happy New Year 2021. All blessings. And if you survive 2020, you are a real one. I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's facts. <laughs> Most important, our number one message we leave you with every episode, bet responsibly. It's been another episode of No Cap Bets. Bless up.